Well, this is pretty short, isn't it? Wolfgang, this half-million-dollar cult exceed Nick sells Serenade that's running in Brisbane on the weekend, heading towards the Magic Minions. Serenade, if that rings bell, she was listed, placed on quite a few occasions. She won two from 15, a star witness mare. She was placed in the Nishki and also the Bright Shadow. Uh, in Queensland behind Palazzo Publico and even early in her career one day at Rose Hill uh, behind Lady Zhivago. Uh, that's the mother, Serenade. She's only had a couple of foals. One of them, Israelite Bay, who's won a couple of races. But let's uh, talk about Wolfgang with Lloyd Kennewell. Just before we do that, let's uh, pick up the closing stages of this horse winning last start at start two in Adelaide. Wolfgang gave a sizeable kick here inside the 200, put up three lengths all of a sudden. Dancing Storm and Colmar do the pursuing. Uh, Bear to the Bones running on from the back, but Wolfgang's in front, 100 to go, holding Colmar, and then came on the inside Dancing Storm. First favourites home on Christmas Handicap Day, and away it goes. Yeah, very professional win, bounced on the lead. It was gloomy conditions, but that was a real milestone for Lloyd Kennewell and Lucy Yeomans, who have been a partnership since August 1. Lloyd's been good enough to join us. Good morning, Lloyd. Good morning, Steve. You'll be heading up to Brisbane on the weekend? Yeah, definitely heading up. It's um, Magic Millions time, so inspections start on Tuesday for me, so was heading up there Sunday anyway, just bought the flight board a day earlier. When did the horse arrive? Uh, they got there last week, so we've got four horses up there for the carnival, and um, and Lucy's up there with them all and doing a fantastic job, as she does, so uh, I'm just protecting the fort at home until I leave. Tell us about getting Lucy involved in the stable. She was with Marg Eustace for some period of time. Yeah, for a long time. She was obviously a big cog in the wheel there, and um, she's obviously uh, a fantastic horsewoman uh, now in her own right, and I think things are progressing really, really well for us. We um, we get along famously, and um, I think obviously partnerships are, are a thing of the future, and obviously a lot of people are doing it, and I probably didn't want to do it unless I had the right person to do it with, and I approached Lucy, and uh, thankfully she came on board, and I think things are, we won't look back. Everything's going beautifully. Yeah, she's renowned for her work ethic. Absolutely. she's. Uh, I think you've got to go into business with somebody that's got the similar sort of traits to yourself, and um, and I think Lucy and I work obviously tirelessly and very hard, and um, hard work obviously gets you a long way in this industry. And quite a few have come out of that school and been very successful, notably Annabelle Nish and Jack Bruce are just two that come to mind. Yeah, let's hope Lucy's the next Annabelle. She's uh, she's got a bright future ahead of her, and um, like I said, we're we're really really happy. Lloyd, um, just with the history of this horse, I mentioned half million dollars at Gold Coast. Just tell us about that selection process and who was involved with the son of Exceed and Excel Wolfgang. Yeah, look, obviously I, I go to the yearling sales to buy obviously as many nice horses as we can, and um, this this horse was on our radar and uh, teamed up with with TFI to, to buy some horses and uh, this horse was one of a few that we bought. He's a really nice colt. He's been well educated um, up in Queensland at the at the Aquas Farm, TFI Farm and um, we're really happy with the way he's come down to us. He's obviously a, already a winner and um, he's a horse that's got a nice promising future and hopefully this is the next step for him. Lloyd, what happened on debut? Because his performance um, looked sound uh, in the Maribyrnong trial. What happened that particular day in your assessment? I noticed he did a little dip out of the gates that day. Just did a lot wrong, to be honest, Steve. He um, he trialled up the straight okay, but all his work around the bend has been really, really good. Uh, all his trials have been good. So we sort of just put a line through it. J-Mac rode him and actually said the horse gave him a very, very good feel, even though he did a lot wrong. So um, I feel we'd sort of just put a line through it. He went to Adelaide to, to try and get him back on track. I think that worked. He's now at a road trip. He's a bit of a lad, so the road trip's probably done him good. 
to get him up there and uh, we're looking forward to him running on Saturday. Yes, um, that was seven weeks between runs too, wasn't it, from Flemington Week into that Morfittville win on a soft track. And I think he had some reservations because I think he was in at Ballarat and you avoided it because of the wet that day. Yeah, we did, but Adelaide was still just probably nearly as wet, to be honest, early in the day. So he got through it, but he's definitely better on top of the ground. You mentioned a bit of a lad, and I heard Lucy say in post-race in Adelaide that he wasn't fun in the tie-up stalls. Tell us a bit about him in that regard. Yeah, look, he's just, like I said, he's just a bit of a lad. So he's a cult, and uh, he's just got to get through this process to, to learn to do things the right way and cope with it, if he wants to say a cult and be a, a proper racehorse. Tell us about the crossover nose band going on this weekend. Yeah, look, just want him to just close his mouth a little bit. I felt that in the run the other day he wanted to open it a bit and Lucy and I had a discussion about it. He's worked in it previously. So uh, there's nothing left now. We've got to, we've got to push forward and uh, make sure he's doing everything right. There's, he's got to do it all, all the right way. All right. And, and booking Blake Shin, how did that all come about? Blake's riding all our horses for the carnival in Queensland. He's doing a fair bit of work for us now. All right. Well, as we just talked about him yesterday, I don't know if you saw his New Zealand win on Molly Bloom on the weekend. He's just a freak, isn't he? Yeah, he's obviously uh, he's obviously a very, very good rider, world-class rider, and happy to have him a part of the team, that's for sure. And would you expect this horse to punch through and lead again like he did in Adelaide on the weekend from a good draw here at Doomba with race experience over some of his main rivals? I'm leaving it totally in Blake's hands. Uh, I feel the horse is probably a better chaser, but the other day he had to go to the front because he's the best horse in the race and he needs to be ridden like it. Potentially that can happen again tomorrow, but... It will be totally in Blake's hands. I don't need to tell him what to do. He knows what he's doing. Okay. And what did you do since the Adelaide win back in November, in December, early December? We floated him back to Melbourne to start with. And um, then we basically give him a week at the water walker just to freshen him up because we had this plan, obviously, to come to, to this race. Um, so he has not had to do a hell of a lot. He's had float trip after float trip. He had a light gallop on Tuesday morning. He was terrific. And the horse is as good as he can be. And uh, if he can't win that, he probably won't be going to a Magic Millions, I would have thought. Yeah, you found a perfect race for him, haven't you, on the weekend? Worth a bit of prize money as well. Just in regards to Adelaide, the third horse has come out and won, Colmar. Yeah, it is what it is. It's like we worry about our own horse. Okay. Well, that's Wolfgang. Tell me about the other three that, that you look at, that Lucy and yourself have got in Queensland that Blake will be riding. Yeah, SF90. She's trialling at Deegan this morning. Just got beat at Mooney Valley last start. Really nice filly, quarter of a million dollar race on wave day, class four, fillies and mares, magic millions horses only, over 1,300. She should be very well suited. Blake's got a pretty good opinion of her when he won on her. Um, we also have Meridius, who ran on Ballarat Day, did not like the wet conditions at all, like it was a heavy 30. Uh, just freshened him up. He's going to the Colts and Geldings division of that uh, class four, 1,300. He's a highly rated horse. He's obviously been running in group one races, wedding with a Colt. So we're hoping he can bounce back. It's a good prize money in office, so they can go there. And we've got Pure Paradise, who's been set for the maiden. She ran second to King's Gambit in the debutante stakes. She ran second behind a really promising horse at Bendigo. I put her on ice. I spoke to the owners, and I wanted to wait for the maiden 1100. I think it's a very good race for her. So we've got three going to wave day. Potentially, all the horses can back up if they run well the following Saturday. All right. You got me looking at the form there. You're right, Pure Paradise. You're talking about Pondalowi last start at Bendigo. Yeah, they've got a very high opinion of it, uh, the Brown Stable. Yeah, all right. And what about Vidora? You, you, of course, you, you travelled her up to the Gulf Coast on multiple occasions, Magic Minions time, and she, she ran a hard out, didn't she? Was that twice she made the trip? Yeah, she just got beat the first time, won pretty comfortably the second time, and um, it's been a happy hunting ground for us, Steve. As you know, we've had a fair bit of success in Queensland, and obviously Magic Minions Day has been very kind to us with 
we've won a few of the majors up there. Um, the one race I haven't had a runner in is the two-year-old, so it'll be uh, interesting to see if we get in there. Exciting for you. And just with Vidora, I think she's got one foal that's uh, been named, Ovincible with Bjorn Baker, I think. Yes, I seen it as a yearling uh, last year at the yearling sales. Um, probably didn't look like her, so that probably turned me off a little bit, but it was a nice enough horse. Uh, went through the Yulong draft, and um, I think she might have a written tycoon on the ground now that I've seen when I was at the farm uh, a couple of months ago. And single and ready's going well for the stable. Nice filly, progressive, um, looks a nice enough horse. For the and future. nursery chimes chasing a hat trick uh, past two winning. One. Yeah, she might, might go to Flemington on Monday for a no metro wins race, and we've got one of Jerry Harvey's going to Adelaide on Saturday, Sycamore. And tell me about that horse for our South Australian listeners in particular. Yeah, look, it's the perfect race for her. She's actually been knocking on the door to win. She's third up. She's had two runs back and been beaten not not far at all. She's run second and third, and I think she's absolutely ready to peak. Class one, mile, big track, Morphville, suits her down to the ground. Uh, be good to get a city winner for Jerry. I know he needs the money. <laughs> and just one final question. I said that was significant, Wolfgang winning in Adelaide. Just tell us why. Uh, yeah, obviously it was our, Lucy and I's first, first city winner together. So uh, we went close over the spring to winning group ones. We were, we were placed in group ones and uh, hadn't had a city winner at that stage. Um, we haven't had a hell, of a hell of a lot of runners, but uh, that was our first city winner. Um, Water off a duck's back now. We keep moving on, and we're striking at, I think, 20% at the moment. Thanks, Lloyd. Thanks, Steve. Lloyd Kennewell telling us about Wolfgang, who's going to start a pretty short-priced favourite on the weekend, race two at Durban. As Lloyd mentioned, uh, his debut there, explain what happened there in the Maranong trial. He ran fifth to bodyguard, and then last start with that seven weeks between runs in Adelaide. It was a gloomy day. It was a soft six. He bounced on the lead. He probably led by about a half length. Uh, relaxed pretty well and kicked and was able to run home in 35.25, which in comparison with the other races on the day, that sectional was quite solid. And uh, we couldn't do a direct time comparison because that was the only 1,000-metre race on the day. But I think it's just a case the reason he's so short is because lack of opposition. No disrespect to some of these. They they may make very talented horses, but some of them... um, just might need a bit more time. They haven't set the world on fire at the barrier trials. Uh, let me just find that race up on my screen here. So we're talking about race two, 1,200 metres. You know, Defiant Boom looks a talented type, but its trials certainly haven't been nothing to write home to mother about. Um, by, uh, well, well-bred, Defiant Dame, of course, the mother. I think she won a Jim Crack Stakes. I think she's produced a pretty handy horse as well. Uh, by Spirit of Boom, Defiant Boom. Um, and then you've got Chris Munzer's Gallop, a spirited. Trials have been certainly sound. They've been riding uh, her off speed in two trials. And the latest one, she was beaten easily behind Mulan Miss. I can't wait to see her whenever Tony Gollan decides to start her. She's by Spirit of Boom from Just We Tycoon. So, look, I think these youngsters may have plenty of ability a bit later on. But just the fact this horse has got race experience, last start winner, the horse that ran third in that race has come out and won since. Uh, the horse I'm making reference to, of course, is, um, what was that horse there? Colmar. And, of course, uh, Dancing Storm was second. It ran third in that same race recently. That was Boxing Day in Adelaide. So, anyway, we'll wait and see if he's too good for them. You'd think he'd bounce and be right there for the gun jockey with the 59 Blake Shin on the weekend in Brisbane.